Yo, this is the ancient Texan. This podcast is going to be on mastering your own story. If I told you that understanding how stories affect my life has made my life a lot happier probably the happiest I've ever been Um, maybe that would make you want to listen to what I have to say of course I don't know if I can deliver the message in a way that you can understand that it's important to your life and your happiness Um, but I'm going to try We've all heard of the idea that uh, his story is so-and-so. He has a victim story. Um, So people have these, I think they would call them a meta-narrative. They have these big stories that make their life. And then they have little sub-stories underneath that. And as humans, we transfer everything that we learn into a story. Sometimes we don't call it a story. And when we talk to other people, we tell them stories about things that happened today and stories about our life. Um, And a lot of times when we tell a little story, it's shaded by the bigger story that we have inside of ourselves. For instance, when I was growing up, I grew up in a fundamentalist um, Church of Christ. I can assure you that that colored everything I saw and did. And all my little stories were under the big story of I'm going to go to hell. Uh, God's judgmental. God is after me. God, you don't deserve to go to heaven either. Uh, Looking back, it um, seems kind of silly to me that I used to believe that, but when I was there, that was my story. And I couldn't even see that it was my story because I thought that's the way things were. So we have these life an emotion that's kind of impacts our story. And our stories are tied with beliefs. And our stories help create beliefs. And beliefs help create our story. They interact and feed on each other and go, you know, back and forth. Uh, They're not the same thing but our beliefs strongly affect the stories we tell. And the stories we tell can even start affecting our beliefs. Because if we tell something long enough, uh, it becomes our belief. You know, we can see that on TV right now. We have a guy in the White House that tells some stories. Not necessarily true, but he tells them with confidence and loud enough and long enough and... To a lot of people, they become 
the truth. They believe them. His story has altered their belief. And your own story can alter your belief. So those are kind of tied together. Uh, so we, we take our stories and our beliefs and we go out and we say something or we take an action. Let's say we take an action. Well, when we take that action, we get some kind of result. And when we get that result, that changes our beliefs and our stories. But it takes a really big result or something kind of catastrophic to change our, you know, like our, our big main story about ourselves. Um, like right now, I've, I've been an engineer all my life, and 2018 I couldn't find any work, so I wrote a novel. I'd like to say I'm a novelist. I'm a writer. But I still kind of actually, to tell the truth, I don't see myself as a writer, and I don't say that very boldly. I say I'm an engineer, because that's my story. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> It, it's how I see myself. I want to see myself as a writer. I want to someday be a great novelist. Um, that's important to me. But I got debts and the story of who I am is I'm reliable and dependable, um, self-reliant, and I take care of myself. So when I get a chance to earn some money on an engineering job, then I got debts. My story is that I pay my debts, I work hard, earn money, and pay them. So that's going to dominate over my story that I'm a writer, uh, I'm going to be a great novelist, because I don't quite believe that story yet. It can come out of my lips, but it's not really in my heart yet. So my story right now is I'm an engineer and I got a new job starting up a magnesium plant uh, in the northwest, Abbey, Washington, south of Seattle. So, but now how the hell does, you know, knowing your story help you? Well, when my wife and I have a little squabble, she'll say, my story is that you did blah 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 and I did this and you did that and I'll say my story is that you are the one that did so and so and then I had to do so and so but by starting off with my story is and her starting off with her story is we both agreed that stories are always incomplete I pick the stuff that go to my story and she picks the stuff that goes in her story they're always incomplete and they're frequently inaccurate so we can believe our story and get emotionally attached to our story but that doesn't necessarily make it true because after all, all stories are incomplete and most are inaccurate. So we both know that when 
we start out. We both believe our story is that stories are incomplete and usually inaccurate. That's our story. By knowing that, that we can detach from the story that uh, is in front of us and that's causing a problem between the two of us. Um, and we help each other by pointing out, and sometimes it makes one of us mad when I'll say, your, that's your story. Or she'll say to me, that's your story. And we try to do it with kindness and gentleness, but we remind each other that, you know, we don't have a monopoly on the truth or on the perspective. And that um, what we choose to believe is a true story is not often actually true. The other thing is if you can kind of intellectually disengage from a story first and quit feeding the story with you know, intellectual BS story, quit feeding it. The emotion that you have that's all tied up in this story kind of dissipates. And once the emotion dissipates, and it's like 90 seconds if you don't feed it, it kind of gets down and you feel bad and you don't like it. Uh, you're angry or upset or whatever bad emotion you want to have, it only holds on to you for about a minute and a half if you don't keep feeding it. And you feed it with a story. You feed it, you go find more facts to put in your story, more details, more color, more exaggerations. And you feed it in your story and that kind of gets you riled up again. You regenerate that emotion. And then having regenerated that emotion, you go think of more stuff and you, you build that bad feeling up. Well, you're choosing to do that. And if you can catch yourself in that process of feeding your story, which feeds your emotion, you can also choose to stop it and say, I'm making a story up about this. I'm having a bad feeling because I'm feeding this story. And if you can get to that step, it's not too far to go to, I'm feeding this story. I'm feeding my bad emotions and I'm gonna stop and actually stop. It sounds amazing. And then as soon as you as you develop the ability to stop feeding your stories, especially your stories that cause bad feelings, um, then you can get to a little more logical place. Um, you can choose sometime to change your story, pick out different details, different facts, and make the story a neutral story, maybe even a happy story. And if you can do this on a regular basis, um, you can make your life a lot happier because you're living in happier stories. And even your bad stories, you don't hold, hold on to them and the bad emotions that come with them. Now, I don't, you know, 
say it's a miracle and it happens overnight. But if if you can get this kind of frame of reference, um, I think it can help you have a better life. It's helped me. I mean, I'm I'm an old old dude, and I sure wish someone had helped me understand this a long time ago. And I don't know if you know I did a good job with this story thing, but that's my best shot for now. This is uh, the ancient Texan. And it's kind of cold and dreary here. I'm middle of October in uh, Maryland, and we're having our first rainy day in a long time. Anyway, I hope uh, you have a good month of October. And this is the ancient Texan. We're wishing you the best. Namaste.